0: renewed calls in the doyle tonight for the government to join South Africa's genocide case against Israel at the International Court of Justice. It comes amid political scrutiny on coalition and indeed Sinn Féin plans to visit US President Joe Biden around St. Patrick's Day amid his continued support for Israel. Uh, Anne-Louise, what are the government now saying about all this and in particular uh, this South Africa case?
1: Yes, so this was a motion from Sinn Féin tonight and this calls on the government to intervene in this ICJ case. Obviously South Africa's case was being heard in the International Court of Justice over the last little while. We did have that ruling on Friday and I think since then the pressure is really ramping up on the government to intervene in this case and to, as a lot of people are actually putting it, get involved. Now there was some anger from Sinn Féin because the government put forward its own emotion, its own amendments to the motion and Sinn Féin argued that that has completely watered it down. But I think what we heard from the government is that same rhetoric that we've been hearing over the last week or two is that they're going to consider looking into this case in a couple of weeks or in a couple of months when South Africa puts forward its full case. B. Ho Martin staunchly defending the government on this. He said that the government has, in his words, have been kind of at the forefront of this, of condemning Israel. He said that he has called for a ceasefire over and over again. He is representing Ireland on the world stage. And he said in his words, again, that, you know, it on a world stage, Ireland's reaction is being praised. Ireland is coming in for a lot of compliments on how they're handling this. But, but yet no in connection. the door. No commitment and I think this is what has annoyed Sinn Féin because they are saying that their motion now is being watered down.
0: Mairead Farrell, what's your reaction to tonight's developments in the doyle around this motion?
1: Well, look, it has been watered down. I, I think we
2: can be very clear on that. And look, to be very clear here as well, right? When the government came out in terms of ceasefire, we welcomed that, um, and we said like that the government was right to do that. So it's not a situation whereby um, w- uh, you know whereby we haven't been able to you know be clear when the government has done the right things. But you know, you can walk the walk, uh, you can talk the talk, but you also need to walk the walk in relation to this. It was very clear from um, what was said on on Friday that in order to actually operationalise. Um, what, what was said, realistically, a full uh, ceasefire needs to happen. But we need to see leadership um, from Ireland in relation to this. Um, d- you know, like I, I think it's very clear that the Irish people have been very clear in relation to um, our, c- uh, our support for the Why Palestinian people. bring this key, motion
0: tonight, though, as well, Deputy, given well, I think it's that essential we had the Social Democrats one last week, which was...
2: Yes, but we've seen what came out on Friday. So it's very clear that the government needs now, um, you know, support... Uh, and intervene, like I, I and actually act on what they have been saying. When they say something like considered, right, it's very similar to what they've done in other motions. For example, the um, divestments bill that was put forward in May um, of last year by John Brady, um, where they decide to kick the can down the road for nine months, telling us considered rather than actually acting on what it is, is to be honest, in a lot of ways, just a cop out because they're not willing to say, no, we're not going to do this. All they're going to do instead is say, we're going to consider this. Now, bear in mind, when they p- put that nine-month stay on the divestments bill, um, they, at this very moment in time, ISEF are investing £4.2 million in companies that are doing business in, in settlements in Palestine. So, like, but you know, rather than enacting it when they should have done, back and to rather than consider, considering it, do it, if they, you know, they should just simply do it and vote for our motion tomorrow night.
0: Back to tonight's uh, bill and debate. Joe Flaherty, you heard Mairead Farrell there. Why doesn't the government just act on this, given its uh,
3: rhetoric heretofore? Well, I wouldn't say it's rhetoric. The government has been very clear and consistent in its message throughout this, as indeed the Fianna Fáil party has been. Clear and
0: consistent. Why then doesn't it act as Mairead Farrell has outlined there?
3: Because I suppose uh, the a motion from Sinn Féin. I think Sean Fleming says tonight it runs to about f- 59 lines. I think there's some minor wording changes changes in the amendments Considered from, a serious. from Gov. I didn't interrupt you. So there's some mi- minor wording changes in it and also it's important to bear in mind there's a, a, a chronolo- chronology in relation to the case that has been taken by South Africa and um, the Norman convention is that you wouldn't intervene on the applicant in this case. But South what, what Africa, legal advice specifically specific is the, the tarnished
0: awaiting that you referenced there, but my, uh,
3: my understanding, they are, are are taking legal advice and reviewing legal opinion on it at the moment. I expect that a decision w- w- will happen in line with the chronology, when? as I says. Then, then, well, first of all, we have to wait for, success, for South Africa to file its written memorial. That's normal c- courtesy and normal protocol in in, in this case, and we ha- we have to wait for that. We're, Ireland has never been found wanting on the situation in Gaza. This government has never been found wanting. We've been to the fore, and we've led it every ma- every member of no, well, what are the other points that
0: Mairead Farrell has raised
3: there in relation to the,
0: the divestments bill? Why not act on that?
3: I suppose there's, there's a time and place. I suppose we've been very much to the fore in terms of uh, we want a negotiated st- settlement. We want to get to a two-state st- solution. And we need to, to move both parties. There's two disparate parties in this uh, diametrically opposed and it's important we bring both sides of this together. Mairead Farrell are you satisfied with I mean. the response there that well, you heard? Well,
2: well surprisingly no I'm not but like the reality is that we had that investments bill for example and that was a hold for nine months the, the government could uh, could change that um, we've had a vote in the in the Dáil in relation to recognising the state of Palestine that could be gone but at this moment in time when we look at what um, the ICJ said they said that South Africa's claims are plausible um, and that Israel has a case to answer. So to me, that means that we, um, as a as a state and every state has been put on notice that there's an urgent incredible credible risk of genocide in Gaza. And like really, it doesn't take um, the ICJ to tell us that, but that's the reality of the situation. So yes, Ireland should um, act at this point.
0: Nasa can you voted to, to join the case last week. Mm-hmm. Um, one of your, your former coalition partners here, do you think they should be, or um, your current way, <laughs> slightly outside but inside? What of Fina Fallon, Phyllis Gale here, should they be standing up more upright to join this case at this moment?
4: Well, I think the point here is we we all agree. I, I don't think there's anybody saying, I don't think, I don't hear anybody in the chamber saying that this isn't a genocide, that, that this isn't a, a breach of human rights and that there shouldn't be a ceasefire right this second. Um, I, I think that the government. Uh, obviously I think that they should be joining the case and I've been making that that argument and I know actually my own Green Party colleagues who were whipped to to vote the other way last week have been very very strongly advocating to join the case I think you know the, the government and they consi- feel that
0: the pressure of that whip last week Oh
4: they? 100% the whip is a very difficult thing particularly when you feel very strongly about an issue and I know for a fact that there are some members of, of the Parliamentary Party who, who have been to Palestine who feel very very strongly about it. Did they However, last
0: week, Were oh, they
4: I don't think they did it. In fairness, I think they understand that we agree. All, all three of those larger parties Sinn Fein, Fianna Fail, and Fianna Gael—for the large, for my understanding is in large part agree there should be a ceasefire. This is a huge breach of human rights. The loss of life is intolerable. The Irish people feel very, very strongly about it. Ireland has a very unique role in advocating for Gaza right now. Uh, Where they disagree is the finer detail of how they're going to do that. And considering that there was a recent judgment and the memorial will be written in reflection of that judgment, I actually don't think it's hugely although I absolutely am certain that they should be joining it. I don't think it's hugely unreasonable to time it so that, that South Africa is read, ready to receive their support. I, I actually don't think that's unreasonable.
0: But w- waiting for, for legal advice, as Joe Flaherty outlined there, your party colleague, the Minister of State, Joe O'Brien, he stated on the airwaves and in the Dáil Chamber that Ireland should be joining this case right at, Joe at this, is at this very, moment. very, very committed to this so issue. So yeah. w- what of the argument from Joe Flaherty there that we should wait for legal advice and one minister um, saying, and indeed senior minister say, that that advice could be six months down the road?
4: Well, I'm not aware of whose legal advice we're waiting for and that would be my question because if it's legal advice within the Irish domestic circle around what we should be doing in terms of this you know, this particular case, I think actually what we should be doing is reaching out to South Africa and the other co- countries that might want to join that might be m- more relevant as far as I can see.
0: Joe, can you answer NASA's question in relation to what specific legal advice or legal guidance uh, is the government awaiting on at this stage in relation well, to
3: on, this? Well, on that point, I suppose it's important to point out that the Taunashta has also committed that he will consult with partners and including there in South Africa and will consider an intervention then based on that point. And um, I think it's, as Nessa has said, there's nobody in the all that disagrees with the tenor of this I think it's, nobody it's, disagrees it's I mean, cli-
0: Helen McEntee saying that the government will need take time to study all aspects of this case following the interim ruling last week how long does it take to study that, that ruling that is the question
3: perhaps the people are, are, are still asking well un- unfortunately um, I haven't the legal qualification to give you that but obviously we don't want to go on too long I think a decision in this case is very important but at the same time I think we need to realise that we're dealing with a, a state the Israeli state that doesn't act, act properly proportionately and i think our role is as on an international stage is to impress upon other countries primarily america that it needs to be to four in this case, and it needs to take a strong position. We can make a song and dance all about this international court as much as we like, but the real real institution that's going to affect change in the Middle East is America. And that's where our pressure needs to be applied. And that's what we're doing on a daily and a consistent basis through America, but also through Europe as well. They're the real decision makers in this. Israel has never acted proportionally. It didn't act proportionally when it was attacked, and we have saw what has unfolded in, in Gaza. This is not a country or a people that acts proportionately. So, you know, we have to affect what we've been doing consistently and throughout briefly, this. Briefly, Maireen
0: Farrell, will joining this case, Fine Gael Senator Barry Ward was in this studio the last time I was here. He argued that joining the case wouldn't make a blind bit of difference from an Irish perspective.
2: Well, funny, I was doing an interview earlier with Barry Ward as well. But look, it is, it's about increasing international pressure. I do actually do
0: diff- Does it actually make a difference? That was increasing a international it wasn't.
2: Increasing international pressure absolutely does make a difference. I, I do want to say one thing, though. I do think it's positive in general that we all are on the same page in relation to the genocide that's unfolding in Gaza, and that the the people have been out in their hundreds of thousands um, in in relation to that as well. And I do think we're very unique in it terms of that. It of course, would damage our
0: diplomatic ability within the EU if we did join it. That has been suggested by some. No, I don't think so. But at also, all.
4: what is our di- diplomatic ability for like what what do we use diplomatic ability for like where's the moral imperative what's the point of having that power if you never utilise it this is the moment this is the moment right now if you can't use it for a genocide what is it for
0: well, lots That's of terrific. talk of diplomacy at the moment as well in relation to America as you referenced there uh, and Mairead Farrell do you think politicians should be travelling to the US on St Patrick's Day you're obviously aware of comments earlier from Aon O'Reardon of the Labour Party who said that Sinn Féin travelling to America is stunningly hypocritical uh, in relation to a potential visit to Joe Biden uh, what is your response to that criticism? Well it's,
2: it's ironic and it doesn't surprise me at all from Éan O'Reardon, from somebody who I've debated on this show um, before is that he obviously glaringly misunderstands as well that Mary Lou MacDonald is um, president of Sinn Féin and that um, Michelle O'Neill is um, go- hopefully going to be first minister. So, of course, he has forgotten completely about the North as usual, I find with Aidan them, But anyway, but he's specifically
0: I do think, referencing though, that I do trip think... to see Joe yes, Biden of course, and, and shaking and, and, and his hand. And to be honest,
2: right, and um, see in relation to this whole debate about going over to Washington, this isn't a new debate in my view. This has been a debate that's been ongoing since 2003 in my recollection. So I was 13 in 2003 during the Iraq War, it was a huge topic of debate whether Jerry Adams should meet Bush at that time um, and Jerry Adams did meet Bush at that time and he explicitly said um, that what was going on in Iraq was wrong. Ever since that, I feel there has been that debate about whether we should um, travel or, or go to Washington. I do believe we should go. Um, and I've had that stance, I suppose, since 2003. I think we need to go and we need to use every single opportunity that we can to raise the genocide in Gaza and make it very clear that we um, that we are calling out the genocide in Gaza for what it is. So this isn't this is an issue that I have consistently uh, felt quite strongly about, to be perfectly honest.
0: And of course, Aon will be here tomorrow. <laughs> I'll put the same point to him. But Lu- Louise Byrne, if Mairead Farrell is saying this is a new debate where then is the criticism stemming from today uh, politically around this matter?
1: I think it is coming from this conversation and this renewed conversation about what is happening in Gaza and I mean even this debate today this debate about whether people should be going to Washington has been going on all month people for profit said about two weeks ago that they didn't think the Taoiseach should go because meeting as they called President Joe Biden genocide Joe would be a signal that Ireland supported what is going on
0: Mick Barry said it would be embarrassing for Leo Varadkar didn't he?
1: He did and he was also kind of saying that it would be kind of a kick in the teeth for Palestinian people and especially you know when Ireland seems to have such camaraderie with the people of Palestine that he doesn't believe that they should go it was put to him that you know if he doesn't go well then can you not you don't have that conversation with Joe Biden you don't get across the position of the Irish people that they are against what is happening in Gaza that they are against the actions of Israel that they would like the US to step up they are in Israel ally of Israel and they do have sway there if they wanted to. So McBarry kind of saying, well, no, because I think people would be more insulted if uh, the Taoiseach did go to Washington. Now, the Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar has completely shot down that argument. He's saying he hasn't been invited yet, but if he is invited, he will go and that he thinks that discussion, diplomacy, speaking to Joe Biden and getting across Ireland's point would be much par- more powerful than boycotting the event completely.
0: Do you think, Joe Flaherty, the Taoiseach meeting Joe Biden will be in step with the general public view on what's happening in Palestine at the moment.
3: I think we should never shirk any opportunity to engage with a, any world leader, and I think it's a, an obvious opportunity for the situation in Gaza to be raised, as we have consistently done since this conflict escalated. And um, you sh- know, sh- it's shaking hands it's, with
0: somebody who is signing the the deal to give billions to to Israel, and we see what's happening in Palestine. Are you comfortable with that? That the head of your it's, government it's is not, doing that?
3: Not so much that he shakes hands. It's more it's an opportunity to state person to person, face to face, the issues. That we have articulated the concerns and fears of the Irish people, as she says. We have a solidarity with the people of Palestine, and that's a unique opportunity that no other country will have. During the month of March, to how, make how that long case, do you think Mr. Verasker
0: will be speaking to Mr. Biden about events in Palestine specifically? How big an opportunity I'm, I'm, is this going to be? I'm not privy to that, then?
3: but I'm sure he'll take he'll take the opportunity. And I think there's a certain irony that some of the most vociferous politicians that are are, are, are vocal about the government and claiming it it has reneged on its responsibility to Palestine in terms of not backing the South African case are the same ones that don't want us to go to America. So there's a, an irony there. On one stage, they want us to be proactive in the international stage. And on the other stage then, they don't want us to be on the stage.
0: Nasa and what's your view? We see the the Palestinian ambassador to Ireland saying Irish politicians in Washington should raise the Palestinian cause.
4: And she's saying go and speak for us and, and, you know, advocate for us. I I think, you know, we've talked about this a lot in the last few months between the Israeli ambassador and the Ukrainian uh, and the Russian um, ambassador. And I, I think on balance it's better to keep those lines of communication open. And of course, it's an election year in the US and we tend to think of the special relationship as being a favour to us. But Irish politicians going to the US does a favour for for particularly the Bidens of this world who'd very much need the Irish-American vote. And it looks good for them to be shaking hands with us on on St. Patrick's Day. And I think that that's a very, very small piece of leverage that means that they have to listen to us, whether it's 10 minutes or five minutes on the issue of Palestine, and we should be utilising that I think, though, the issue for Sinn Féin is one of ideological purity, that you can't stand in the chamber and say that, you know, we're moving too slowly on the South African case and you're, you're, you're you know there's an, a lack of purity on the Palestinian issue or the Gaza issue for, for the government. And, and then kind of make those decisions yourself because you're leaving yourself open from How your opposition you? colleagues to being accused of not being ideological, ideologically pure on your side. I think they should be going. But I think it's a difficulty that possibly they've kind of set up for themselves.
2: I think to be fair, ideological purity, we'd be here all night and I think we'd have to have several bottles of wine to get through. Um, what <laughs> thinks is ideologically I'm pure? I'm up for that too, but maybe <laughs> maybe not tonight. But I, I think like uh, uh, what, what is important to me here, right? First of all, obviously, see anybody who raises this as an issue and has a concern in relation to that, like people are coming from a good place. You know what I mean? Most of the time, hmm. uh, obviously, it, you know, maybe I'll disagree with some of them, but uh, g- generally, people who are coming are coming from um, a, a sound place in relation to this. It's not at a, you know, a, and f- fair enough. People can have different points of view in relation to that. Like to me, it's a. It- like we have been consistently going there we have consistently like but it's a matter of consistency it, it a, as well because,
0: I mean, It was pointed out in one of the papers over the weekend that Sinn Féin called for the Irish government to boycott the Eurovision when it was staged in Israel and that was put forward um, as a reason uh, you know they did that five really years ago um, and yet here they are shaking hands with Joe Biden who is writing the I contract don't, I don't
2: really understand how like you'd equate the two but however if I was trying to write a piece for a paper maybe I would go into that too but I don't really see how it would equate but just to be clear this is a consistent position that we've had for a long
4: period of time okay. and um, lots sorry, to run between loved, now and yeah.
0: St Patrick's Day on that one as well back in a moment
4: The Late Debate on RTE Radio 1